Yo, 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 what's good? This is Chairman House of Barf. Yo, whew, just been busy. Uh, just handling a bunch of, just a bunch of stuff. Just trying to get, uh, just trying to get some accounts in order. Whew, just working on a whole lot. And every day that goes by, it just seems like it is getting worse, worse, and worse. <laughs> But it's all good. It's all good. So I've been just busy. I'm trying to get some funds moved around so I can hopefully get some cash to pay bills. So one thing I was working on was a rollover. Uh, so hopefully I should actually have some cash that we can actually do some investing with. Um, it's looking like I'm going to be needing to make a little bit more than just two or three hundred dollars a day. Uh, if we can get this thing up and going, uh, these the funds I have are locked away. Um, uh, essentially, you know what? I'm, I'm going to try to just be authentic real quick. Uh, just so that, again, we can keep everything. What I'm really going to work on is just trying to keep everything on track. Just communicating. Uh, I'm trying to wonder, you know, whether I should just shorten these episodes or just keep them going as, you know, how we're going. But we got funds that are locked away. Um due to the mere fact that uh they're in a uh an IRA account. Uh it's it's in a traditional IRA account. Um and um I had a whole lot uh took out a loan against one of my employer sponsored plans. So um in order for me not to be able to get taxed on that money, uh which the taxes would be probably about two thousand dollars which are two thousand dollars i didn't have i either had to pay the loan back in full or i have to just keep reoccurring payments going so that's something i'm going to work on uh as well as since the money is in a traditional ira anytime i withdraw from it it will be taxed uh also uh, i could have penalties so in order to cover those taxes and those penalties i'm gonna be needing to make a lot more in this account so I got approved for some options trading. It's real basic options trading, essentially covered calls. Essentially, if I'm correct, don't quote me. I will be allowed to uh, buy the stock long, and I'll also be able to write contracts against the um, against the long holding. Um, sorry, I'm just moving stuff around so I can get a chair. Um, I'm really going to try to work on just keeping things more authentic, uh, considering that I'm under, and I'm not saying nobody else is, I mean, just imagine, you know, uh, the NBA or, uh, what, I don't know if there's any other sports that had to play during the bubble, you know, you're away from your family, you're stuck, uh, in this bubble, you know, so I can imagine how hard things were. Uh, but yeah, right now, currently things are extremely hard. I was really getting ready to try to pull some funds out to try to pay off, uh, some bills, catch up on some bills, pay some loans off. I've been, I've been acting like a nut, uh, just, you know, since I haven't been working, just been hanging out, enjoying myself, running up credit cards here. And again, this one, I'm just trying to be transparent so that we can all learn from one another, uh, completely thinking that I would have been willing to pull the money out of my account, uh, in order to pay bills. So I'm running, you know, the credit card up, hanging out and whatnot. Um, um, and I'm like, okay, I'll be fine. I'll go ahead and get ready to just pull out 
the money from my account and then I can go ahead and pay some bills. Well, that's not how it went down. They're like, hey, you took out a loan some time ago. That loan is due in full. I'm like, I ain't, I don't got that money. And they're like, well, in that case, we're going to have to deduct it. And then uh, you're going to have to be, uh, you know, taxed as income. Um, and then, you know, uh, here, let me see. Um, let's see if we can figure it out. I believe it's 10% uh, early withdrawal. Then you get taxed. Um, let me see. Real quick, and the website's acting real funny right now. It's not even working. Let me just log out of that. Um, I don't even feel like even looking at it right now because it was just a whole lot of news. But the okay, so let me see. Um, just very briefly, uh, okay, so right now, uh, what kind of taxes or penalties? could I get for withdrawing from a 401k plan? According to Investopedia, if you withdraw funds early from a traditional 401, you will be charged a 10% penalty. You will also need to pay income tax on the amount you withdraw since pre-tax dollars were used to fund the account. Now, I was completely looking to possibly just move my money into cash. And this is stuff that I knew. I thought I was going to be willing to just say, hey, let me just take, pay the penalties. Let me pay the taxes. Then we started going over the numbers. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is all happening so fast. Is there anything that I can kind of do to avoid this uh, real quick? Because if if things go well, I may potentially have the opportunity to uh, make some money and cover that, you know, the taxes and the penalties as well. And I was like, well, you're going to, you know, possibly owe this much, uh, that much. Um, and I was just like, okay, wait a minute. Let me slow this down. Okay. Sign me up for reoccurring payments with money that I do not have. Um, and I'm going to figure out a way to get those payments done. Now, my initial plan is that I'm going to be possibly trading my funds and I don't even have the ability to do options. Uh, oh, oh not all options trading. They gave me like covered calls, the the permissions to do covered calls. They also stated that they could also give me a little bit on margin. Uh, this is going to be in my, um, my new account. The money should be in there hopefully, uh, by the end of the week. Um, so when the funds get in there, Lord willing that there's, I was looking at this thing about this guy named Robert Montgomery and how many hackers out there and everything that they're hacking, uh, our children aren't safe. Our families aren't safe. That's why I'm very cautious about cybersecurity and how much I disclose because this takes nothing for a hacker to just hop into your world and fuck your world up. Seriously, right now, um, I'm going through a situation where, um, there's this individual in my family. Uh, they're not a part of my family. They're contacting people in my family, you know, multiple people, um, 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 we have your FICO score. We have your experience score. Uh, would you like to take out a loan or whatnot? And they're contacting me and my siblings and they don't even have all the information. Correct. So they'll contact me and call me by like, uh, one of my family members names and whatnot. And, and sending its emails, not to mention there's this other individual who is interjecting themselves into my family. Uh, they are, um, um, 
and we're, and uh, I'm not completely sure. So, uh, so they've been, they've been, um, uh, flirting, uh, with my spouse there. Um, if I'm correct, I could be incorrect, but I believe there may even be some, uh, financial transactions that were executed. So of course, uh, me, uh, and you know, couple of buddies get together and just say, Hey, let's, let's see if we can do some research and find out who this individual is. My spouse is completely 100% protecting them. They, uh, won't allow, um, us to like, uh, completely protecting her phone. Um, won't even allow us to get a phone number or something to investigate this guy, see who he is. Um, so, you know, me and my buddies try to do just a little research on our own and, <clears throat> cannot find almost cannot find anything on on this individual um and you know it it's it, i'm starting to get just a little nervous okay um i mean i mean just just can't find nothing on this individual so um yeah i was just thinking about hackers and whatnot it's very possible i could be wrong i could be wrong he could actually be a real individual uh, the one that is contacting me and my family saying, hey, such and such, you know, we got your experience score. We can work on it and get a song. We know that's completely bogus. And we've been working on getting these hackers out, but it gets hard. It gets harder. It's like they keep coming back. You clean your stuff up. You try to get your malware together and they just keep coming back. So um, with all this going on, um, uh, it's just been extremely stressful. Uh, but however, we're going to get back to barf, but one thing I'm going to be doing with barf real quick is, um, um, we're going to, uh, keep it just real, real. I'm going to try to keep this real authentic. Uh, I, I know, uh, we could get into all the details of investing and, uh, the different things and, uh, you know, how to evaluate companies and everything. Uh, but just for, my mental capacity, um, as well as, um, trying to not take house of barf onto the road of just being another investing show, uh, another, um, you know, just done that, you know, um, just really just going to go over, uh, topics that are just real basic for me to understand, uh, real basic, hopefully for, us to understand together and just kind of more so have a great time with everything going on. It's like my brain is not even in the right place. I actually am excited to be here today doing barf. I really am. Uh, it's really tough right now because like I'm not in a quiet space. I really don't have a quiet area to do barf. Um, I'm currently um, uh, moving around, uh, staying with uh, friends and family uh, and Everyone's very concerned about me and how I'm doing. So they're constantly like, hey, hey, Jan, how's it going? And, you know, at times I may be trying to get ready to start doing barf. And um, right now I'm in a position where I'm really cautious about who's around barf. I know it sounds crazy. How are you going to how are you going to have a podcast, but you're not telling anybody about it? You know, but I'm being very cautious again there. I can't remember who it was uh, in the Bible, Joseph or somebody. I can't remember, but essentially they got very close with, I believe it was their brothers and said, Hey, uh, I'm not sure if God told him or he got an epiphany or something said, Hey, guess what? God told me or something like that. Or I think uh, that I'm going to be the king of a nation one day and I'm going to rule over all y'all. 
Well, these brothers didn't take too kindly to that, and they ended up throwing them in a prison or something. I can't remember the whole story, but it was something like that. So I'm very cautious of who I'm doing this with Mm -hmm. because, believe it or not, people are very hateful uh, in in general, uh, but also sometimes it seems like they're very hateful sometimes uh, towards me. Uh, So I'm very cautious of who I'm bringing this around, literally. Um, So... Um, one thing uh, that we did just discuss real quick is, uh, account transfers, uh, 401k rollovers, uh, some things that you can discuss real quick is essentially like, for example, uh, I was working on today, I was working on a 401k rollover. Okay. So I'm not keeping it with the institution that my 401k is with, uh, currently I won't disclose that information and also won't disclose, uh, the, uh, broker deal that is going to once I can get my cybersecurity and everything up. Uh, and I'm sure with these hackers, this Robert Montgomery was talking about, man, all this information is all over the internet and it can also not be deleted. Um, but so, uh, so what I did was the process in order to here real quick, let's just take a quick break. This is Chan man house of birth. Okay. Okay. So, um, May tone down on the research, you know what I'm saying? Again, uh, if, if there's research that needs to be done, uh, we, <clears throat> we'll still do research. Because, uh, again, BARF, is, what's very important to me about BARF is that sometimes it can come off. I've stated this before, that Chan Man is the expert of the topic. And now I'm informing or I'm sharing this information with you. And then with that, you pretty much go down this path of the amount of information that I can provide to you. So your, not your, but the listeners, uh, the extent of their knowledge, unless they go off and do their research, is to the best of my knowledge. And trust me, as much as I I will say that, yes, um, I'm smart or intelligent or whatever, trust me, there are some investors who are well beyond where I'm at well beyond they could be basic investors just that that invest their own assets and they could also be traders who work for a broker dealer you know they could be a a registered representative or something that works for a broker dealer okay so there's a lot of fantastic traders out there and i know for a fact like for example i know for a fact that um again listen to robert montgomery he said the way he got so good at hacking was because he would hack possibly up to 10 hours a day since he was like 11 or 12. I'm not sure if he's still doing that, but for a period of time. Now, if I know there's probably people who are probably not trading, but there are probably people who are out there trading. You mean, if you pick up the different products like cryptocurrencies that trade 24-7, there's a few mutual funds that trade 24-7, uh, um, there's, uh, I mean, uh, either mutual funds or ETFs. Um, there's several things that go on 24 hours. Okay. So, um, and, and beyond that, also people who are doing research 20, you know, 10, 12 hours a day on different products and services that they can do. Like, for example, changing the interface of their, um, uh, their platform so they can do their research and what tools work out really good for them. Now me, uh, I, you know, I can do a few hours a day, but then, you know, I start winding down and not to mention, I don't drink a lot of caffeine. I drink caffeine sometimes, but not a lot. 
Um, I, I mainly just try to, you know, I'm not the best at exercising. Uh, believe it or not, I think I'm losing weight. Um, and I don't think it's, <laughs> I think I'm just losing weight because of all the stress I'm going through. I think I was gaining weight because of all the stress I was going through. And I because my stress didn't go down, um, now I think I may be losing weight because of all this stress. Like, uh, you know, and if you know black people, we, prefer, we we get very concerned when people start losing weight, you know, because they're stressed out or not. You know, we start thinking that they're getting ill. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm going to have to make sure I keep my weight up and let everybody know I'm okay. I'm hanging in this. Um, but um, uh, I, I did forget what I was just talking about. But the main thing I wanted to get on was um, the 401ks. Okay, so or not 401ks, but account, tra- you know, account transfer and, and rollovers. So with the account uh, rollover, the account rollover... Uh, what I basically did was I went and opened up the, the traditional IRA account at another BD. Um, and then I had to go back to the current custodian, the, the, the uh, current broker dealer who has my assets. And I had to have them initiate the rollover. Now, let's see. Um, let's see real quick. Go and do just a little bit of research. Uh, but again, as I just stated, uh, may not be getting too much into the research again, again, I don't want to, you know, um, again, just more so, um, I know my, my knowledge base is limited one due to, I enjoy hanging out and socializing Two, uh, I enjoy my rest. I enjoy getting my sleep. Uh, I'm not going to do as much research as other people that, you know, there's some people who are just serious geniuses, fantastic uh, individuals. Um, and the, however, the thing is, like, not too long ago, I had a person ask me a question about, uh, you know, basically the difference between like, you know, certificate of deposit, CDs, bonds. Um, what else was there? There was a couple other things, but essentially things that you received fixed income for. So bonds, unless you're trading for the most part, let's say if you bought a bond, you had to hold it to maturity. Let's say you hold it, you bought a CD, you held it to maturity. I can't think, but there's several other things I'm sure um, that you do these things. And what's kind of the difference and not going into too much detail. One thing I basically explained was bonds, those are typically issued from the U.S. Treasury. So when you pay your bond back, you're typically paying the U.S. government back. Banks typically give out a certificate of deposits, also known as CDs. So when you pay, um, when you give um, your assets to a bank, um, you know, for a CD, you're typically giving the bank your assets, you know, and then the bank gives you a little bit of interest back. Same difference with the U.S. government. When you open a bond, you're giving them, you're giving them your assets to do whatever they want with. And then... Um, uh, they give you a little interest payment to basically say, you know, thank you for your assets. Uh, and then they have maturity dates. So it was kind of like, you know, people buy, you know, bonds and CDs and whatnot, and really don't even be knowing what they're doing. All they know is they're looking at that interest payment. They're just like, I just want my interest payment. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have this much in bills 
if I can purchase a bond that yields me enough interest monthly or semi-annually or annually even to cover all my bills, then I'm excited. Okay, because that's all I care about. I don't really care if I'm giving it to the U.S. government. I really don't care about all the geopolitical issues. The U.S. government has a bank, I mean, a failure rate of like zero uh, CDs. Um, they, they're pretty solid, you know, uh, so then I should be okay, you know, and that's how a lot of people want to go about it. Uh, another, another way would be if you get a mutual fund or ETF or a stock that gives out a dividend, a lot of people, for example, that's my dream. My dream in life is to be able to own a stock that gives out a pretty good dividend may not cover all my bills, but maybe covers majority of my bills. That's where I want to be in my life. You know, and seriously, I tell it, I say it all the time. There's a whole lot of individuals who are not looking for income. There's a lot of people that they're not, well, they're not looking for the growth and income that you're looking for. There's some people, if you look up and you open up a new account, mm-hmm. one of the, some of the goals say capital preservation. Some people just want to pre- preserve their capital, their, their principal amount that they invested. Then they, like, say, for example, um, you just sold a piece of real estate and you open up a, uh, a brokerage account. You may talk to your advisor or yourself or whoever and say, look, I'm, I just took in approximately about $100,000 in profit this year from the sale of a real estate, sale of some real estate. Yes, I know I'm in a broker dealer account, but please, I'm not looking to make any more money on my on on this money. Okay, I just just I just want to leave it as is. I'm going to get ready to make a withdrawal uh, so that I can pay the IRS their money. And then for the rest of the year, I kind of just want to coast it out. So those are a lot of people. So then when you get that, the approach is, okay. so what do you want to do? Okay, I don't want to leave it in cash. Okay, I do want it to be invested, but if you could, I don't, I'm not looking to make a bunch of money. Okay, so there are a lot of individuals that are going towards that and uh, not saying going towards that, but it's, it really depends on your, your, your objective, your investment objective. Um, so, yeah, just going to keep, you know, you know we're going to try to keep things real basic, real chill not going too crazy. I know I didn't touch on the phone. We're about to go ahead and touch on this 401k uh, rollover. Also account transfers real quick. I think those are the main ones, but let's go ahead and take a quick break. This is Chairman House of Bar. Okay. Last thing. Uh, yo, yo, yo. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody decided to come back and kick it with your man, Chairman. I appreciate it. But real quick, one thing that I also wanted to touch on was again, when it comes to BARF, I really want to know, because I did have that buddy who was asking about investment bonds and CDs and whatnot. And people wonder, they begin to wonder, how do you have all this knowledge? How do you know all this information? And I've always wanted to tell people, look, uh, it just happened that God put it in my heart to want to talk about investments, want to talk about, uh, you know, stocks, bonds, ETF, mutual funds. It's really what I'm interested in. Uh, Even I'm really interested in business. Uh, I really am interested in accounting, finance. Now, I'm not no expert accountant or anything. Uh, but it does interest me because if you do ever open up a corporation, a lot of these corporations are really, I mean, I can understand that 
you know, you look at them and you say that they're fantastic companies, tech company, uh, retail company. But one thing a lot of people will also say about these corporations is they're fantastic tax companies. You know, they know how to they know how to avoid a tax to save their life. I mean, they they're really good at that. You know, um, they've even had possibly I think it was a governor of uh, California come out and try to have some lawsuits against some companies because what they'll do is they'll move to California, open up their business, and they're really not paying any state taxes, you know, or something like that. I, I got to look it up. Uh, but that's one thing that's really important to me is to let people know, like, look, I'm not a genius, okay? And not only am I not a genius, I've uh, I've made some of the dumbest mistakes anybody could ever make when it comes to business and finance. And I'm still making dumb mistakes. But the way that I'm, I understand is, again, God put this in my heart to want to talk about stocks, bonds, mutual funds and everything and business and accounting and regulation. And, you know, the big thing is in my free time, it's not when I'm at work in my free time. Those are the crucial those are the crucial times when while you're probably looking at some stuff about your career, you know, whether you're in the medicine field or the law field or anything. Um, I'm also looking at information about business news, what's going on in the world, you know, what's going on in the market. That's what I'm looking at. Um, uh, so uh, so that's what's really important to me about BARF is that I allow people to know that, look, I'm using Basic things like Google. I'm not saying Google is the best, but I'm using basic things like Google to do my research. So real quick, I just want to ask a quick question. We're not going to go too crazy. I may just have to get ready short in these episodes. Um, you know, again, I got to keep my mind right. You know, um, you know, I got so many people who are like, I got so many people who are really concerned about my well-being, uh, considering everything I'm going through. It's like, oh, how is your mind right? But yo, I don't know. I just I thank God every day, you know, when I wake up and try to thank before I go to bed and and just hope that everything's gonna be okay. But let's go ahead and take a look. So who initiates an account transfer and who initiates an account rollover? According to Ocho, with a rollover, you're the one initiating the movement of your funds. With a transfer, your plan custodian is the one who initiates the movement of your funds, meaning it gets moved on their timeline. Okay, so uh, just because I just did it here, let me see um, if I can do account transfer versus, uh, let me see, account transfer versus account rollover. According to the Entrust Group, a transfer is used to move funds from one institution to another without changing the account type. A direct rollover is used to move funds from an employer plan to another account type like an IRA without having to pay taxes. Okay, so... um. Just because I currently just did one. Let me see. Who initiates an account rollover? According to Capitalize, you can initiate a direct rollover or a trustee-to-trustee -trustee transfer, which means plan administrator holding your existing retirement funds transfers the money directly to your new IRA provider. You can also initiate a direct transfer between two accounts at the same brokerage or bank. Who initiates an account transfer? According to FINRA, 
In either case, a customer account transfer begins when a customer completes and submits a transfer initiation form to the receiving firm. Okay, so uh, now I just did that research, but again, I told you I'm just going to just be. I'm just going. I'm really just going to start talking uh, as well as we're just going to do research. Um, uh, so with the account rollover, as I just stated, that I just recently executed one. Uh, the funds hopefully should be in the account soon so that I can start trying to trade and make some ass, make some money uh, so I can start trying to pay these bills. Um, now, uh, the rollover was initiated by the current custodian or the current broker dealer. So the fund. So I opened up an account with a different broker dealer, not not the original one. Um, another term that may be used, if I'm correct, is contra firm. So there's my current firm. And then there's the contra firm, which is the other firm. So I called my current firm and asked them, okay, so real quick, let me take a step back. So I opened up an account. I opened up a rollover IRA. Also, I believe they're very similar to traditional IRAs. Don't quote me. Uh, so like right now, um, I could look that up, but let's just, let's just kind of just keep things moving. Uh, you know, let's just try to, I'm just try to keep this as, authentic as I can and not do too much. So a rollover, a rollover IRA and a traditional IRA are very similar. And if I'm correct, please look this information up, but I believe IRA stands for an inherited. Uh, let me check. Uh, what does IRA stand for? Individual retirement accounts. Okay. According to investor.gov, individual retirement accounts Individual retirement accounts provide tax advantages for retirement savings. You can contribute each year up to the maximum amount allowed by the Internal Revenue Service. Okay, so let me see real quick. Is a rollover IRA and traditional IRA the same thing? According to Sophie, traditional IRA, the only real difference is that the money in a rollover IRA was rolled over from an employer-sponsored retirement plan. Otherwise, the accounts share the same tax rules on withdrawals, required minimum distributions, and conversions to Roth IRAs. Okay, so essentially, if I'm correct, uh, I could have possibly put it in a traditional IRA or a rollover IRA. Don't quote me, and please make sure you, you uh, do your research and reach out to your financial advisor or your certified public accountant, your tax advisor, so that all these rules and everything are correct. Please do not just sit here and listen to me and think that what I'm saying is correct. Uh, but so you have your individual retirement account. So there's a few different ones. You have your Roth inherited, uh, I mean, individual retirement account. You have your traditional, you have your rollover, and there may be a few others as well. Uh, there's some, there's a lot of other different accounts as well. You really got to look up the one that's best for your situation. Now, the reason why I was in a rollover account is because I do not currently want to be taxed on these dollars. So for example, Let's just say that I was going to, uh, I had $10,000 in my 401k and I said, you know what? I just want to take that as income. By the time I get my check, it is very possible that that check may be somewhere around $5,000. And you're going to ask like, how? Well, you're going to get possibly a 10% early withdrawal penalty because you, you really need to be below the age of approximately about 59 and a half before you take any money out of a retirement account. Currently, right now, I'm 36. So I'm 33. I mean, 23 years young, uh, too young, if I'm correct. Uh, I'm, again, I'm just going to keep talking. Um, 
All right, so uh, the Roth uh, shares different rules than a traditional rollover. Uh, I can write that down, and that's something that we can research later. Um, Roth versus traditional versus uh, rollover. So the main difference that we did here between those accounts, between the traditional and the rollover was the main difference is the rollover is an account that it came from a 401k and our, our let's just call it an employee sponsored plan don't quote me again but the money came rolled over and went into the rollover account but for the most part they share some of the same tax rules and whatnot uh which again is for our retirement account um typically uh funds that are withdrawn will be taxed as ordinary income uh, you should not be pulling from this uh, prior to 59 and a half. Also, there may be some rules as far as if you turn 70 and a half and what to do with those assets. Uh, again, is it better to move it to a Roth IRA and just pay all the taxes or just different things that you could possibly do? OK, so um, move the assets over there now. Um, again, um, just real quick, I opened up the account with uh, the Contra firm. The, the the firm away from my current broker dealer and um, they gave me essentially uh, an address and a way to make the check payable uh, to them. So after I opened up the account and told them that it's going to be a rollover because I want to get these funds. Um, I want to get these funds out of out of, you know, uh, out of my current firm. Um so they gave me a way to make the check payable. They said, okay, make the check payable to, you know, this firm, you know, uh, FBO, which is typically for the benefit of, uh, you know, my name and, and give this information to the uh, current firm. So once I got this information, I called the current firm and I said, hey, uh, I want to go ahead and initiate a rollover. So the current firm initiated the rollover and I had to give them the make payable information to them. So they went ahead and did it. Now, there's a couple of different ways we could do this. One way we could do this is I could either re receive the funds myself. Now, this would have given me approximately about 60 days to get the money into my rollover account. So is there an opportunity for me to take the funds, possibly try to make some money on it? And then hurry up and get into the rollover IRA? Possibly. That's one way I could approach it. Or, you know, there's just different things that I could do uh, for, for the funds. Now, the thing about the rollover, I can only do one, I believe, once a quarter. I'm not sure. we got to look that information up. But I believe it's once a quarter I can do a rollover. So if there's any funds left in the 401k, um, you could do... Uh, so you could do a full rollover and you can also do a partial. So let's say you did a partial. You didn't, you didn't roll over all the funds. You wanted to leave some of it in the 401k. All right. So, um, you do a partial. So next quarter, if I'm correct, and you want to look it up, it could, you know, it could be annual whatnot. Just please look it up. Uh, but I believe it's once a quarter. So next quarter, um, I could do another partial and this won't run into any, um, you know, I don't know, uh, what could happen, uh, the penalties for doing, um, you know, too partial, but that's definitely something here. Let me see. Cause I actually, I don't know. Um, 
Let's just take a quick look at that. Um, what is the penalty for doing multiple uh, rollovers in your account? According to Tax Audit, when you do a rollover from any one of your IRAs and then do another IRA rollover within a 12-month period, any previously untaxed funds distributed from the second IRA must be included in your taxable income and may be subject to the 10% early distribution penalty. Okay, so I think it's going to be, they're, per, they're pretty much probably just going to consider it income. Uh, and then you can receive the taxes and the penalties. Um, okay, so, um, again, doing a rollover, it's initiated by the current firm to the contra firm, the firm that is going to. Um, now, doing this, I should be able to not have to be taxed as income, shouldn't receive any penalties. But when I start with making withdrawals from the account, then that's when I could really run into some, you know, run into income issues. So um, one benefit is I can make withdrawals from it and pay the taxes and penalties, but I can withdraw a lower amount. I don't have to withdraw just, you know, I don't have to withdraw the amount of the loan or, you know, I can just do a little bit here and there at a time, just pay those taxes and penalties. And at the time, it gives me time to figure things out. So um, that's the account uh, rollover. Um, we'll take a quick break real quick and then uh, we'll just touch base on account transfers and then we may go ahead and get ready to wrap this up. All right, I want to thank anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man, Chan Man. I appreciate it. This is Chan Man, House of Bar. All right, so thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man, Chan Man. I appreciate it. So as far as an account transfer, so you're moving your assets from, you know, one Roth IRA to another Roth IRA. Now, I haven't done one of these in a little while, but if, you know, we discussed the account rollover and it was initiated by the current firm. I do believe that, um, let me see. I believe the account transfer is initiated by the contra firm, uh, meaning that they reach out to uh, your current firm and let them know like, hey, uh, we're moving your assets from your company over to our company. Um, does the current firm or contra firm initiate an account transfer? According to sec.gov, all transfers start and end with your new firm. Customers initiate the transfer process by completing a transfer instruction form and sending it to the new firm. Most account transfer delays occur because the TIF is either incorrect or incomplete. Okay, so if I'm correct, um, the new firm, the firm you opened up the account with will initiate the transfer. So they're essentially, I don't know the process. I used to work on the process, uh, but it's been, it's been a while, so I can't remember everything. But essentially, um, you know, you get the customer and they say, hey, yeah, there used to be some real funny stories. They would call and just say, hey, I can't stand that fucking place. And if you could just go ahead and get my money out of there. Every time I call them, they're trying to weasel and diesel me. And then on another note, they even just hung up the phone on me. 
So you say, okay, no problem, sir. No problem, ma'am. I'll help you get this taken care of. So you call the firm and say, hello, such and such, um, Mr. or Mrs. Uh, uh, Cindy or whatnot decided that they want to go ahead and move their assets from your firm over to our firm. If you could please, you know, assist me in this process and you begin the process of most likely, if I'm correct, it's called an ACAT. It's an ACAT transfer. Let me see what ACAT stands for. What does ACAT stand for? Automated customer account transfer. According to NASDAQ, automated customer account transfer. Okay. So automated customer account transfer. And there's several different account transfers. Uh, I can't remember all their names, but there was probably like 13, 14, 15 different account transfer types. Uh, and they all had their different purposes. But the ACAT, uh, the automatic, I mean, automated uh, customer account transfer is probably the most likely, most common one. Um, you know, depending where the funds are coming from, uh, how they're being transferred, there's so many different ways. Um, so with the account transfer, the new firm will contact the old firm, get the information, uh, and then they will send them basically, essentially, it sounds like the transfer uh, paperwork. And then that those funds will be now transferred into the new account. Uh, so, yeah, that's just a little bit of difference with the account transfer and the account rollover. Now, uh, there's a couple things that I plan on working on and doing uh, with these funds. Uh, Got to figure some things out. Uh, but we'll go ahead and take a quick break and we'll talk about that. This is Chan Man. How's it bar? Woo! I'm starting to get warmed up. Uh, I'm starting to feel the juices, the financial. Uh oh, calm down. I'm starting to feel the financial. Uh, now I'm starting to feel like it's taking over now. I'm not so much uh, in this slump thinking about everything I got going on. Uh, I'm starting to get warmed up. So, okay. So I'm going to be working on getting these accounts in my fun uh, these these funds in my account soon now the thing that i'm going to be working on is i am truly i know it sounds crazy and it sounds like some uh some i don't know quarter life crisis or you know midlife crisis or whatnot but i'm truly my goal is to not be going back to a nine to five anytime soon i've already been out of work for approximately two months my credit cards and everything are running up like shit and the thing is, my credit cards, believe it or not, were at like zero prior to. That's how much I've been hanging out and whatnot. Like they're they're practically maxed out now. I'm not even kidding. I've been doing I've been I've been moving fast. And not on anything important. Just eating Pizza Hut, Philly uh I, I eat Philly, not from you know Philly, but Philly cheesesteaks, believe it or not, I like to substitute my um, steak for chicken and I like lettuce, tomatoes and grilled onions and whatnot on my Philly cheesesteak. So people tell me all the time that's not really an official cheesesteak or Philly cheesesteak. And then on the other end, I don't like cheese whiz. I like provolone, you know, so did a few things. Um, now, um, so I get these funds. One thing that I plan on doing real quick is studying the debt to equity ratio and whatnot, because this is how you run into a lot of issues when you're trading um, and uh, people make mistakes because there are maintenance calls and margin calls when you're trading. So if you're trading a stock and you're using margin, 
when that stock decreases a certain amount, let's just say approximately about 25%, you could get a margin call to essentially say you need to either deposit more funds to up your equity. You need to sell some shares to pay off the margin call. Um, is there anything else you can do? Don't quote me at this time, but you know, again, we're going to do our research and get this all figured out. Okay. So it's essentially, it's a debt to equity ratio. I'm not even going to pull up my book and go over it real quick. Cause I could pull that out, but this, again, this is stuff we, we got to research again and we'll get it all taken care of and done. But, um, plan on possibly trying to use some margin. So margin, if I'm correct, is close to approximately about 50%. So if you put in a thousand dollars, you could possibly get about $500 on margin. The thing about margin now, margin is essentially funds that come from your broker dealer. Essentially you're taking out a loan from your broker dealer. These are the ways that these companies, these are one of the many ways these broker dealers stay in, in business. So for example, you say, okay, well, if, they used to get the commissions, the fees from trades. When I was growing up, fees were $9.99 per trade. So you couldn't just buy one stock or something and then go back in and say, you know what? I want to get another share and then say, I want to get another share. You really had to say, okay, I'm going to get this many shares. And when you got it, you kind of wanted to either just kind of chill out. Okay. Because if you, one time when I first started trading, I ran up a bill just in commissions of approximately nine hundred dollars. I was I was like eighteen. Don't lie. This was probably my first day trading. Ran up a bill because I was just trading. Ran up the bill. If it wasn't like nine hundred dollars, it was somewhere between. It was like six hundred dollars. It was something crazy. I get a phone call from my BD like right away. Get hello, what's going on? They like, hey, you just ran it like $600 in transactions. I was like, really? How did that happen? Um, and they said that you were being charged $9.99 per trade and you made several trades today. I was like, yeah, I was trying to trade. I was trying to make some money. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. They said, how old are you? Or whatnot. They started asking the person on the phone. They got 18, just started trading and everything. They're like, okay, this is what we're going to do for you, Mr. Hayes. Seriously. We're going to wipe out all your transactions. We're, I'm not even kidding. They said, are, they're going to refund me for all my transactions. And they made me aware, like, look, every trade is $9.99. You can't keep doing it. And I was like, okay. So now they're commission free, right? For most broker dealers, you may be able to get with a broker dealer that has fees, but usually that's because they got other things going on. Maybe they're a, a, a smaller firm. Um, maybe it's with certain things like mutual funds. If you uh, withdraw early, there are different things that could go on. Um, um, uh, but uh, so going to get the funds. I'm going to apply for margin. Actually, I just applied for margin and I got approved. And this is in an IRA account. I did not know you could get approved for margin in an IRA account. I thought you had to be in a cash or individual account. So they said, yes. So then I said, hey, can I get options? I applied again and they said you can get covered calls. So which means I can buy the long stock position and then I can write uh, a call. I can write a contract, a call contract against my long stock position. So I'm going to see if I can possibly get puts. And other things as well, in order for me to uh, to do more trading. Okay, goodness, my phone. Um, 
is dying uh, so I can do more trading. Now, um, now remember real quick, um, I have approximately about, let's say like $6,000 in bills a month. Now, let's, now let's divide that by 20 days. Cause there's typically, let's just say 20 trading days in a month. Again, trading is between the American equities markets are open Monday through Friday, approximately 9.30 to 4 p.m. So we really only have approximately about 57 minutes left in the market today. Currently right now, it's July 10th, 2023, and it's approximately 3.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, so 20 days, that means I'm going to have to make approximately about $300 per, per day. Now, we also have to remember that I'm going to be getting taxed uh, and penalized for these withdrawals. So let's say, for example, $6,000, and let's say I made the $6,000 in one month, and I want to go ahead and withdraw it. Well, I'm going to get that 10% penalty, so that's going to be about $600. Then also, I could receive, uh, you know, ordinary income tax, and let's just say from the feds, they tax me approximately about 20%, so that's going to be about $1,200. And then let's also say that the state wants approximately about 7%. So then that's going to be about 420. So on top of that $6,000, I'm going to have to incorporate possibly about another 2000. So that's going to bring me up to approximately about 8,000. Now let's take that 8,000 and divide that by 20 days. So that brings me up to about $400 a day that I'm going to have to make. So for people like me that like five and zeros, that means that in my head, I'm going to have to make approximately about $500 a day. Okay. So, um, I'm not sure how much is how much I'm going to be able to have in the account, but uh, let's just say, for example, I have ten ten thousand dollars. So it's going to be four hundred divided by let's say ten thousand. That's approximately going to be about four percent a day. So daily, I'm going to have to make approximately about uh, let me try to make sure ten thousand times four percent is four hundred. So yeah. It's going to be about 4% a day and not saying that that's hard, but to be able to make 4% a day is that's going to be tough. I mean, we seriously have people who are making 4% a quarter. Their, their goal by the end of the year is just to make 12% on their money and 12% is good. That's not bad at all. You know what I'm saying? So we just got things like that going on. That's something I'm going to be working on is making approximately about 5% a day because I like fives and zeros. When it comes to money, if if I owe somebody money, I owe them uh, $1,900. I'm typically just going to give them two grand. I'm just going to be like, yo, here's two grand. We'll just chalk it up. If they owe me money and it's $1,900, I'm going to be like, yo, just give me two grand and just wrap it up. Okay. We just put, put it as interest. So that's going to be the goal. Now, I don't have all the tools that I want. So another tool that I may initiate is opening up the individual account and then taking out uh, a withdrawal. It will be a smaller one. And that way I can start doing the crazy trades with options and whatnot. That's and, and 400% of, I mean, $400 out of, let's say like two grand is that's now that's like 20%. Let me see. Yeah. That's what, so making 20% off of like two grand shit is going to be hard. This is going to be hard. I get these bills. I mean, seriously, they're piling up. Everything is going wrong. 
uh, dead ends. House may be going into foreclosure. Uh, my spouse is leaving, and uh, since they've already planned on leaving, they're 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 trying the hardest not to pay any bills. Uh, they're just like screw it. Uh, it's easier for them not to do anything because not trying to you know talk about it. All, but I, I majority was taking care of a lot of bills. So for them to lose the house and the cars and everything doesn't really matter because like it's different when you've put a lot of money into it is, di- you know, what I'm saying compared to when you haven't put shit into it, you know, what I'm saying. Um, so with all that going on, uh, you know, I got to really take care of a lot of stuff on my own. So the, hopefully I, I should be able to receive the funds uh, by the end of this week. That's going to be the goal. Um, I did get a message that. Uh, my current, uh, not my current, firm, the contra firm, the the new BD did get uh, my request. Or uh, no, no. Um, let me see real quick. Um, my current firm let me know that they got my request and that they have initiated the um, the rollover. So uh, essentially, they wrote up the check. The check, hopefully. Because it's before 4 p.m. Well, no. The check should be cut tonight. Or tomorrow. Because um, one thing really quick. I was holding mutual funds in my account. Mutual funds go off of something. Don't quote me. Net asset value. Net asset value is like. I don't know how to compare. Again. You know. Don't quote me on everything. Net asset value is the equivalent of like. The price of the mutual fund. Don't quote me on all this, okay? Um, here, let's just look it up real quick. This is what I'm trying to avoid. Is like, okay, but let's see. What is net asset value? Here's the definition of net asset value. The value of a mutual fund that is reached by deducting the fund's liabilities from the market value of all of its shares and then dividing by the number of issued shares. Okay, so, um, so that math, the net asset value for a mutual fund, if I'm correct, is usually calculated at the end of market. So if you want to check the price of your mutual fund, that's why I'm really cautious about the days that I do rollovers, because if, let's say, for example, not, and I had this happen, I've had this happen before where you try to tell somebody like, look, you, you may not want to do your. Uh, mutual fund rollover, your account rollover right now, because yes, it does look like the market is doing well right now, but you're calling at 930 in the morning on the dot. We have no idea what's going to happen in the market by 4 p.m. Now, what does this person want to do? They're frustrated. I don't care. I don't give a damn. I'm up $10,000. If it drops, it can't be more than just a couple of thousand dollars. Go ahead and just transfer it. Man, it's 930 in the morning. Call back at like 3.30. It, don't, it doesn't take long to process it. And you can see, next thing you know, I'm not even kidding. Something happens in the market and their account drops by $20,000. Not only did they lose the $10,000 in profit, but they also lost $10,000. So when they're getting their check or when they roll it over into their new account, they're expecting a certain amount. But next thing you know, what happens? They get a lot lower amount. And they're furious. 
And, and it's like, this is exactly what I was talking about. I couldn't even tell you that this event was going to come up, but I was trying to tell you, call back at 3.30, because if you saw that the that the market was dropping drastically, you may say, you know what, just keep it in that account, and we'll we'll just come back another day and revisit this. And they say, you know, who knows, it could take two or three years for everything to recover. You know, so I've 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 been in that experience before, and it's devastating. And it's like, man, I was trying to tell you, okay. So I'm very cautious about waiting for a day to do it because they're gonna cut the the check at like 4 p.m. Okay, so then when that 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 means my mutual funds will be sold, and the check will be cut, and then it should move. So I already initiated the phone call, but I have just taken a brief look at the markets today. All right. Oh, I, I was forgetting sometimes I can pause, but yeah, all right. So cool. Um, yeah, so I did see that at least the Dow Jones was up approximately about 170 points. Uh, S&P 500 was up approximately about five points. NASDAQ is up approximately about eight points. So I know that they had a rough day the other day. And I've even noticed a little fluctuation. Like, for example, um, not trying to, be, you know, on one of my mutual funds, I was up like four grand. And I looked uh, today before I made the call and I saw I was up only about $3,600. So that lets me know Friday was a rough day. Uh, but uh, today, hopefully, you know, it'll be a little bit of a better day and I'll be rolling over my accounts. Um, I'll be rolling over my accounts on a good day. So they'll cut the check hopefully tonight. And they'll, they should be, you know, however the process is, contacting my firm, letting them know that they should be looking out for a check for Chan Man the Don and uh, who got it going on. And uh, hopefully that they'll go ahead and get that check uh, deposited. Uh, sometimes they'll go ahead and put the funds in the account uh, just so that you can get started trading. Um, and then they'll just, it'll just take a couple of days for the funds to clear uh, during this time is a lot of times when people really do try to, it's, it's, it's like a fraudulent act where essentially, uh, what people will try to do is hurry up and trade on like, uh, like fake funds. I'm not sure if this is the process. Don't quote me. There might be another one. Like I, you know what? I don't think it's this process. I think it's another process where you open an account, you state that you have this amount in your bank account. So the firm will put that amount in your account you hurry up and you try to trade uh and then i guess like you try to liquidate the account don't quote me we'll look that up that's a regulation uh thing um now accounting is taking um a loss on barf i have to let me see it's like um uh a new account and Trying to trade uh, on funds that haven't settled, um, and that, and then then there's another rule like the wash rule, uh, where people try to trade with unsettled funds. But then there's another way that other people go about it. I can't remember exactly what they're trying to do, but they're trying to trade on funds that haven't settled, and they're trying to get the amount uh, in the brokerage brokerage account before the funds are liquidated from their bank account because it's very possible that they don't have. Now, remember, they only have like two days before the funds in the bank account are going to be 
liquidated. So they probably give like a fake bank account number or something. And they try to hurry up and get the amount in the bank in the brokerage account. Um, so that may be something different. So, yeah. So hopefully by the end of this week, once the check is received by uh, my um, my new firm, we can go ahead and get started. And it's going to get it's about to get crazy. I'm about to try to possibly even get my Twitch account up because essentially uh, I'm going to try to get these cameras and everything. Listen. If there's anybody who knows how to dig themselves out of a deep hole, it's Chan Man the Don who got it going on. All right. Um, I, I just be joking. Um, listen, this shit is about to get crazy. All right. And and I'm st- I'm sort I'm kind of a conservative. I'm a, I'm a conservative, so it's not gonna get too crazy, but it's about to get nuts. I'm probably about to get this Twitch account up, try to get some cameras and some microphones. So y'all can watch this shit. I got to be very careful because there's a lot of hackers. I told y'all I've even was hacked with like a sunglass uh, hut or something. So um, I can't remember exactly what happened, but my dumb ass like showed uh, I had a sunglass gift card or something and like I showed it uh, online or something. You know what I'm saying? And I go to sunglass hut and I go um, I go to use it. It may have had like a hundred, two hundred dollars on it or something. I can't remember. And I go to use it and they say it's empty. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm going home. I'm like, how the hell did this get liquidated? So then I'm going on my images on like, I don't know. It was on Facebook or something. Um, you know what? I think I may, I might, it may have been on eBay. That's what probably happened. I think I may have posted on eBay or something. And was just like, yo, whoever want this, you know, it's like $200 on it, but I'll give it to you for like $50 or $150 or something. I can't remember. And I'm going online and I'm looking and I'm like, oh shit, there's the sunglass hut card. And somehow somebody was able to get just the smallest information on that card and went and and used it. And I was like, you know what? To be honest, I really didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Just a learning lesson for myself. And I even heard DJ Khaled recently had an incident like that happen to him. So I really want to be cautious and I really want to have the right people around me because I really do want to show people how I'm trading, what I'm trading. And not only do I want them to hear me saying strike price 150, uh, contract is $3.50. I want people to be able to sit there and watch me as I go through my steps. Again, I'm not a genius. Okay. Maybe I am a genius. I don't know. I am a genius. Fuck it. I'm tired. You know what? I'm manifesting new energy. Okay. I am a genius and I am smart. And when these funds come in, we're going to make a, we're going to make a killing. We're going to make a lot of money. All right. And we're going to pay these debts off. We're going to pay these credit card companies off. We're going to pay cell phone bills off. We're going to, we're going to make a lot of money. Not just me, we together, whoever's out there listening to this. Okay. We're going to do our education. We're going to evaluate companies. We're going to do things the right way, the way we need to do it. We're not just going to be out here gamifying the industry, losing money for reasons we don't understand, gaining money for reasons we don't understand. We're going to do our education. We're going to do our research and we're going to be making ourselves a lot of money. Currently, my goal, as I just stated, it's possibly going to be about, which is an outrageous amount, but about $8,000 a month. 
I don't know how close we're going to get because we're actually going to possibly we're going to get ready to start trading with some real money, real funds. And, you know, and that money is going to be in the account and I'm not going to get hacked. God's going to be watching out for us and we're going to we're going to make us a killing. Okay, we're going to pay these debts off because I believe in paying off debts and we're going to educate so many people just on financial literacy. Okay, and at the same time, we're going to have a lot of motherfuckers out there who are going to take these opportunities and go inform people on other things like relationships, like sex, like um, uh, college savings accounts, Uh, not college savings, but how to pay for college without going broke, Uh, medicine, health care, exercise. Those individuals are going to use those funds and go do what they want to do with those funds. And currently right here, we're going to talk about financial literacy and we're going to do a great job. We're going to manifest this energy. We're going to change this energy. And on another note, I'm going to get my wife back. I'm going to get my wife back and she's going to stop doing all the nonsense she's doing. And I'm going to get my family back and my house is not going to go into foreclosure. I'm not going to lose my cars. This is all going to work out in the long run. We're going to manifest new energy. We are naming it. We are calling it and we're going to do it. So whatever you want to manifest, you manifest it because I'm telling you there's power in manifestation. It is true. You know why? Because everything I'm going through is everything I manifested. And I can say it for a fact. And you say, how can you say it for a fact? Because I used to crack jokes to my wife that she was going to leave me. And I used to crack it that she was going to leave me for a dark-skinned, tall, handsome guy. And guess what? It is all happening. And guess what I also said? That my job was going to terminate me one day because I'm not as smart as everybody else. And guess what happened? All the stuff that I was cracking jokes about... Or be you know, or even just cracking a joke to, uh, you know, defend myself. It's all happening. So we're gonna change that energy right now today on the House of Barf, July tenth, twenty twenty three, at approximately three twenty four p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're changing it. My wife is not going to divorce me. I'm not gonna lose my house to foreclosure. I'm gonna make trades. That are going to bring in more than 5% daily in order for me to be able to cover all my bills and also put some towards savings. And we're going to make a whole hell of a lot of money starting off with just a little bit. We are going to change that energy now. And not only will I not be able not just have my current home, I'm also going to get multi-family units and we're going to be renting them out, bringing in passive income. I'm going to start a business. We're going to get this. It's not just me. We. We're going to change that energy. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to make this happen. All right. So God bless. I thank God for every day, even today, even today, even the days when my wife takes my children from me and says that I won't be seeing them because she's mad at me. Even the day with the AC unit blown out. Even the day I got charged $5,000, 
I didn't pay it to get my AC fixed. Got, uh, I got money taken out of my 401k to pay for a loan I took out. Got the banks calling, talking about, I owe them money. I thank God for every single day. Every single day. They all, I was talking to some people. They said, you know what, Chan? Some of our biggest world leaders got some of the biggest failures. And one reason why, Chan, you're not in a better place is because you got to a place where you're being too conservative, trying to make the best decisions. And you weren't winning the game. You weren't playing to win. You were playing to not make a mistake and not lose. And that's why you are where you are right now, because you were too afraid to make a mistake and you were trying to do everything perfect. And you see it in other family members of yours. And what do you always say to them? You always say mistakes help you grow. That's what one of my little ones says to me all the time. Mistakes help you grow. And the more mistakes you make, the more success you're going to have because you're going to learn. We're going to learn. All right. So we're going to change that energy today. We're going to get healthy. Whatever it is you want to say, we're going to get healthy. We're going to have good, healthy relationships. We're going to have more sex with our partner soon. Kind of fell off of that saddle. We're going to get back on that saddle. We're going to we're going to enjoy that nine to five that we have and say, thank God for it. We're going to we're going to work on that business that we always want to work on. We're going to have that baby that we've always wanted to have. We're going to have that house that we've always wanted to have. We're going to finish that book that we started. That we've been meaning to start. We're going to take more vacations and travel more to places that we've been meaning to travel to. We're finally going to be able to afford the furniture in our house that we've been wanting to have. Or we're going to get that AC unit fixed. Or that refrigerator. Or that washing machine or that dryer that we've been meaning to get fixed but we haven't. That's the reason why House of Barf is around. I'm tired of people trying to go around paying for different classes and different schools to understand finances. But what's the one thing nobody wants to do? No offense. They don't want to sit down and do the research themselves. They want everything handed to them. They want to be in an office full of rich people because they just want to rub elbows against rich people because rich people are going to give them what they think they need to become rich. No offense. The things that's slowing you down in life and slowing me down in life, the things that are slowing us down is right inside of us. That dead weight is inside. And that stuff that stuff that's going to take us to the next level is right inside. And there, And I do think there's a benefit to being in a room full of rich people. There is a benefit. You get to get their knowledge. You get to conversate with them. You get to understand them. You get to take notes and see the things that rich people do with their money. I was listening to Waka Flocka. He said there's financial historians, people who study the movements of rich people. I truly believe it. But there's a lot of people who always say you don't want to become another stat in America. I say, but you understand stats are made. They're developed. They're developed by people like us who do things and change that stat. And there are good stats. I don't want to hear there's 20, 30, 40% of people who fail in business on their first seven attempts. There's 60% of people who are, are, regardless, whatever it is, that succeeded. 
Let's stop taking that negative energy and stop taking that negative news and realize that even the word failure, we're taking it out. All right, so we're going to change that energy. I'm changing that energy as well. We're manifesting new positive energy. There's, there is, as people have always been saying it to me, Chan Man, there's, there's power in words. There really is. And I understand you want to walk around and be like, hey, man, you know what? I'm not the expert. No. Moving forward, I'm the expert. I'm the expert on this. Okay? So, thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to come kick it with your man, Chan Man. I appreciate it. This is Chan Man, House of Barf.